You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Let's have a look at a set of results from a JSE-listed company and an important JSE-listed company as well. This is the results from Nedbank, and these are the key highlights for its half-year performance. It says here, headline earnings rose 2.6% and diluted headline earnings per share were up 3.7%. Revenue growth was 6.3%, including associate income. Credit loss ratio of 70 basis points increased from the low prior year base to within the bottom half of the cycle range of 60 to 100 basis points. We'll talk about that later on. An interim dividend was declared of 3.6% increase. On the telephone now is Chief Financial Officer, and that's Rasibe Murati. Rasibe, I'm not going to be nasty, but these are quite pedestrian results, I think. So, I think these are uh, results with the backdrop of an economy where the first quarter of the year, the GDP growth was uh, 3% down, and uh, we have seen continued uh, challenges in the macros. Um, The policy uh, clarity that we had expected for uh, the elections have not come through as yet. And I would say that uh, they have shown some resilience. But uh, what is most encouraging for us is the uh, you know, progress that we have made on our strategic and operational activities, particularly in the digital fund, which we have uh, done to continue to service our clients in a manner that is more efficient and better for them. You know, what was quite telling, I mean, the results speak for themselves. I, I can remember speaking to your colleagues over the last 10 to 15 years, and there used to be 20 to 25% increase in earnings per share, and all sorts of other metrics are far more glamorous than the ones that we've just reported upon. But what I find very telling in the commentary from your colleague, the Chief Executive Mike Brown, South Africa is fast running out of both time and money. And that's when I say to, when I hear that, when I read that, I say to myself, well, is not Nedbank, or rather Nedbank's clients or potential clients, are they fast running out of time and money as well? Because it's a a shrinking economy and a shrinking target client universe, I would say, for you. So, so I think in an environment where, um, you know, a bank is a proxy of uh, the economy. So uh, that um, framework is really setting uh, a context about the concern that we have uh, relating to the ongoing challenges at the macro level, but uh, the base of 20% increase in earnings uh, would be when interest rates were increasing and increasing uh, fairly fast and the economy also growing. So as you know, the South African economy has not grown by much more than 1.3% in the last uh, uh, you know, few years. And um, the uh, loan growth has also been somewhat pedestrian, partly because of uh, the policy uncertainties when people are not sure about whether or not there's going to be power or the land debate is still continuing and a, a whole lot of other uh, complexities in the macros, it is what is the making um, investment to be pedestrian. So our raising uh, that uh, note is really to say that um, you know we need more nation building uh, as a community to rebuild our country and uh, the number of structural reforms and policies that are required that we have tabulated in one of our slides, they talks about all the critical things like energy, um, land reform, uh, the noise around the nationalization of the staff and the prescribed assets, etc. So those are debates which are perhaps uh, in a way costly to um, the growth of our economy. And we are definitely concerned, just like other people uh, raising their voices around you know, the, the increasing risks of a sovereign downgrade. Mm. However, as a bank, 
uh, I would say that uh, um, we have uh, shown some resilience in terms of uh, the number of clients that we have continued to service. Uh, we are seeing clients who, whose response to some of the innovative uh, products that we are putting into the market uh, being fairly positive. And we think that we need to just uh, really keep our focus on um, making sure that uh, the clients that we have um, are well serviced. Uh, we have grown the number of uh, main bank clients. We have had new bank uh, client wins at a corporate level. So, yeah, I mean, I think the plan uh, is going to be difficult, but we think that we are in for the challenge uh, and we are continuing the nation building to help build that which we think that uh, requires some attention. Your colleague Mike Brown says the following as well. We are building a future-fit, purpose-led bank. I don't know what that means, but I, I see where he's going, sort of, with the capability to lead in digital financial services in a highly competitive sector. And highly competitive is what characterizes South African banking at the moment. And not just South African banking, but banking worldwide, because people are banking differently. Are you keeping up with the different ways that people want to bank, Rasibe? Are you digitally aware, in other words? So, so what uh, the reference to a future bank uh, is talking about really is uh, look at the 8.5 billion that we have uh, invested in uh, all manner of technologies across different platforms in a universal bank. So starting with the you know regulatory-related stuff to uh, payment to uh, products uh, that are uh, you know enabling clients for self-servicing, etc. So, and we still have more money to spend to complete the journey, which is currently 65% uh, complete. And uh, the outcomes of that are reflected through, amongst other things, the client onboarding system that we um, launched now in June, uh, where, you know, for the personal loans and transactional account, you can basically open an account uh, in a matter of uh, 20 minutes and completely digital. So, no paper that is uh, required. And in the second half, we'll be doing the same thing for uh, juristic uh, persons. And uh, we expect that uh, by the end of 2020, our top 10 products will be completely digital. Now, I would say that is uh, talking to the fourth industrial revolution, and that is the bank of the future that we are building. We know that uh, technology enables clients to be uh, able to acquire uh, some of these services in a much more digital manner, and that is what we are aligning ourselves to. I'm a simple person, Rishi, but when I look at the South African economy and when I look at the disastrous unemployment figures that we saw last week, 29% official unemployment, I say to myself, well, I've got to speak to uh, Nedbank next week. And if, there are 20, if there's 29% unemployment up from 27.6%, whatever the previous figure was, then there are less people earning money. There are obviously more people getting grants, but that's really not your business. There are less people employed and therefore less people able to transact. And when I see the competition that's out there, I'm fearful for old, well-established banks like yours. And be honest now, are you slightly fearful yourself? And do you think that things will have to change in the future? So, so we, we do recognize uh, that there are structural uh, challenges in our economy, and uh, amongst which is uh, where employment is uh, expected to be created. Uh, and, and we do believe that you need to empower and enable small businesses uh, to be able to create uh, job opportunities. Um, and you know, we are continuing with the nation-building uh, opportunities that we come across, i.e. the youth employment service, where we have given an opportunity for over 3,300 young people to get job experience. And uh, once they have that, obviously, that gives to um, 
absorb some of the people out of the 27% uh, unemployment that you're talking about. Of course, 27% unemployment is a, is a, a crisis in an economy, and hence uh, continue to look for those uh, opportunities that, uh, from a nation-building uh, perspective, we can participate in. So the C initiative, which uh, MedBank has been very vocal about, has really focused on a number of uh, things, i.e., you know, small business fund that uh, was launched and is uh, busy running, uh, continue to uh, work alongside the government to try and identify, you know, areas where we can uh, focus on getting the economy to uh, continue to grow. Um, we have uh, put money in renewable energy space, which is uh, continue to build infrastructure where opportunities come up. So, yeah, I think uh, it is important for us to really uh, see ourselves as part of the solution rather than the problem. But uh, the 27% of the people who are not employed, we need to get them employed. Yeah, we do. And in your prospect statement, you say the following. Nedbank currently forecasts diluted headline earnings per share growth in 2019 to be around nominal GDP growth, which is estimated around 4.9%. GDP in brackets of 0.5% and uh, CPI 4.4%. And your colleague, again, the CEO says... SA is at a critical economic juncture, one that will require coherent economic policy, difficult decisions and urgent action by all South Africans. You've covered that in a couple of your answers in the last few minutes. But as a presumably a proud black South African woman, are you worried about the future of the country and the future of our children? I have South African children as well. Are you are you a little bit concerned? I think any South African who is not concerned uh, will be doing a disservice. Uh, to their country and to themselves. So um, being concerned uh, doesn't mean that we need to sit on the lines, uh, on the on the lines, and, and basically just watch. But we need to uh, consider what our role in society is. And uh, the guidance uh, of growing our earnings at the, the levels that you uh, you have mentioned at around nominal GDP is still producing something like 14 billion rand, uh, which will continue to uh, support. You know, 30,000 families to continue to support, um, you know, the tax uh, uh, pool, as in like uh, the taxes that uh, the government collects from us. It will continue to uh, support a whole lot of clients, over 8 million clients. And that still has to continue. Uh, and the youth employment service and, and many other things that they're doing. So um, the growth of uh, 4 or 5% is definitely not something that we should be proud of. Uh, but it is not considerable to uh, grow the bank at higher than that if the economy is uh, expected to grow at 0.5%. And that is really a big concern. Our growth for the country has been revised down uh, largely because of the structural challenges that in our economy. So in our view, uh, solving the ESCOM challenges is probably the number one priority that can unlock opportunities in the economy, and of course, many other uh, structural issues that they require urgent, urgent attention. Indeed. Rasibi, thank you so much for your honesty and your analysis of your results, which were released earlier today. That was Rasibi Marathi, who's the CFO of Nedbank, whose interims were released earlier today. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox.